We are The Purposeful Project. We help entrepreneurs for free. Welcome to today's pep talk, where we'll take just 20 minutes to interview leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how, insights and life lessons. To hear these incredible insights, follow us on Spotify, Apple Music or anywhere you listen to podcasts, or you can simply visit thepurposefulproject.com, sign up to our mailing list and get the podcast in your inbox every single week. Welcome, David, to the podcast. It's great to have you here. It's absolutely a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me. So can we kick off maybe by you telling the audience listening a little bit about who you are and what you do? Great. So I'm David, uh, David Bergman. I'm the managing director of Raptor. Raptor are the student marketing agency. We're based in East London. Uh, We have a network uh, across the whole of the UK, so 45 cities. And that includes everything from uh, student brand ambassadors, uh, society partners, uh, university relationships, promoter partners, clubs, bars, restaurants and everything in between. Uh, We look after uh, lots of different brands and help them resonate with the student audience. So everything from disruptive tech brands, including Deliveroo, HelloFresh, Twitch, uh, also lots of FMCG brands. So Unilever, we work with restaurant brands such as Nando's. Uh, We work with a lot of alcohol brands. So everything from uh, Budweiser, Mike's um, and obviously student favorite WKD. So, yeah, making sure that they resonate with the student audience, whether it's uh, brand love or acquisition or, you know, driving uh, a kind of um, a kind of movement into store, whatever it needs, really. So, yeah, we've been around for five years and, um, yeah, uh, continuing the student space. Unbelievable. Unbelievable growth, great service that you offer. How did you get started, David? How did this all happen? Yeah, so it was uh, a bit of a meeting of two minds, really. So um, my background uh, is experiential marketing uh, and live events and promotional staffing. Uh, I did that for an agency in London for two years. As you can probably hear from my accent, I'm uh, born and bred Yorkshireman, born in Leeds, um, and came down to London to uh, move in with my now wife. So, uh, yeah, um, I was at a an engagement party and uh, a friend that I hadn't seen for a long time. Um, we um, we started having a chat, and uh, his business was uh, in the student promotional uh, uh, space. So he would put on student nights uh, up in Newcastle. Um, he had a great network across the UK of promoter partners, so they, he knew him in you know twenty cities across the UK. I knew that I could get the the brands on board and I knew how to uh, uh, set up campaigns from my previous experience. And he had the access to the student audience. So we said, if I can get the brands, we can work out what the best environment is and we can promote it to the students. And I think that would be a a match made in heaven. So, um, yeah, we took the leap uh, very scarily and uh, we actually uh, found a friend that was working uh, with a really well-known uh, taxi hailing service they just moved to the UK it was 2015 uh, and they asked us you know if you can help us uh, gain new customers outside of London you know we're huge in London we don't know the rest of the UK so um, we said sure we'll, we'll, we'll start with Newcastle obviously uh, my business partner Johnny he had a, a great network up there and they said you know if you can get us you know 500 uh, new customers then that'd be great we'll pay you per customer. So there was no signed check at the beginning. We had no money. We kind of, I kind of uh, acquired my uh, girlfriend's mum's mini 
uh, and we had a, a credit card with a couple of thousand pounds on it and we made our way up the A1 all the way from London up to Newcastle and uh, we got a couple of uh, brand ambassadors uh, just from uh, our connection and got them into one of the student nightclubs and we uh, we did 500 signups in the space of about 45 minutes based on anyone who wanted to come into the club had to sign up to the uh, to the new app so it was a bit gorilla it was a bit uh, wild west but um unbelievable turnarounds the the client obviously couldn't believe it they looked at the stats the next day and it was done and they were like okay go out and get us 2000 signups we said no problem did that in the space of a couple of days and then we kind of built it from city to city to city. And the next thing we know, we had, you know, similar brands wanting the same requirement, you know, these US brands coming to the UK, not knowing how to scale um, and the business was born. So yeah, that was kind of the story from nothing to, to, to where the business was kind of um, formed, I guess. Just an incredible story. And what I love about it for my listeners to pick up on is, you know, it's it's not about having lots of money and spending it doing big campaigns. You know, you literally, frankly, you, you did it the same way I started my first business. You kind of, I knocked on doors and, and said, hey, you know, um, can, can I be your gardener? And then people said, yes, you know, literally, it's just that kind of like, get in there and, and, and make things happen. And it's, it's just a great story. But when you handed your notice in and, and decided to do this, did, 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 did you have that fear? Because again, a lot of my listeners, I know they do have that fear. They want a regular paycheck. Did, how, did, how did you mitigate that fear? Yeah, absolutely. I had the fear. And um, I think it was really helped by um, my business partner already gone out on, uh, on him, uh, by himself from, from when he was a student. You know, he, he was... Uh, I guess as a, as a promoter in the city, you know, he, he, he builds that confidence and he, he instilled that confidence in me that trust me, we've we've got something good here. Nobody else is doing what we're doing in the market, and you just you just have to kind of. That was the hardest thing, I think, like that that kind of leap of handing my notice in, not having anything on the table, and that understanding from coming from a supportive background where I'd get in touch with brands and they'd have potentially heard of us, or we could at least share some credentials or case studies that would, you know, uh, give them the reassurance that we could deliver. We literally had none of that. We had no website. We had no case studies. We had relationships, and that's something that I think gave me that kind of understanding you know a few conversations with you know clients that I'd either worked with before or had friends who were in businesses saying if I went out on my own you know and I could offer you a service that was relevant for your audience would that you know would that be of interest and I think that's one piece of advice is just have something lined up whether it's you know a small small you know, 500 pound campaign or whatever it is, something that you can, you know, throw your heart up to begin with. Cause I remember, uh, I remember that next day where I was, I didn't have, um, you know, I didn't have the paycheck or I didn't have the contracts in place and I could, you know, focus my mind fully on, on getting something over the line. And I think, you know, if you're offered uh, an inch, then give back a foot, you know, uh, I was just saying over deliver, over deliver, make sure that they are absolutely wild and knocked out the park with this first piece. And they'll give you more and more and more good work breeds good, more good work and, you know, uh, uh, and breeds more contracts. So you can uh, deliver it from there. But going back to your, your, your question, absolutely. I, I had the fear of God, you know, um, if I didn't, uh, if I didn't, uh, if I didn't clear X amount in the first month, then, you know, I was going to put me and my wife under pressure, which I really didn't want to do because you know you don't want to take your your business life into your personal life really that's uh, that's a, a a big no no it's a uh, it's fascinating as well I, I kind of 
I, I always phrase it as, you know, burning the boats as well, fully committing to, to the process, right? So that sounds like that's mm. what you did. I think this, the other point you mentioned there, what I want my audience not to pick, not to, not pick up on, is uh, the circle that you're in. I think, you know, you were, you were driven by the belief of your friend and that can change everything. If you have a circle around you that kind of doubts and tells you it's not possible, you might believe them. Mm-hmm. And so um, the fact that you probably as partners have always been pushing each other. I mean, I love having a co-founder personally because there's, there's always going to be months when I'm down and they're up and vice versa. And you kind of mm-hmm. can lift each other up and, and keep each other uh, supported. So it's really, really important, right? The circle bit. And the other thing I think you're mentioning there, which I really think, again, I want my audience not to miss is it's kind of, when you're young, you've actually got nothing to lose, right? You think you've got everything to lose. That kind of no paycheck. You didn't have kids then. I know you've got kids now, right? You, you, your yep. partner is probably a pretty smart, self-sufficient individual. At the end of the day, um, you could sleep on a friend's sofa. You know, like it's not the end of the world. Of course, when you have kids, everything changes, I think. But but generally speaking, you, when you're young like that, you actually have nothing to lose, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree on that. I mean, you know, I still had my uh, trepidations and, you know, there was uh, um, still the risk there, but... You know, five, between five years ago and now uh, is a completely different uh, story. I think it was probably probably my last chance to do it, and it was always something that I wanted to do, and I definitely needed my business partner to push me over the line there. And you know, I'm forever grateful for him for making me do it because since I did do it, we've never ever looked back. The, you know, there's, there has been a few hairy moments. You know, there always always will be, but the positives massively outweigh the negatives. You know, I never I never dream of of going back into employed work at this stage, and you know I couldn't imagine it to be honest. And you know, the freedom, the flexibility, the passion, the uh, reward is just um, uh, off the scale compared to how I was. You know, before I took the leap. So definitely, you know, if you can mitigate it as much as possible by you know having saved up pennies or you know having something already in place when you do take that leap absolutely i i would uh, strongly recommend that you know start building up your your little black book before you make that move you know start having those conversations start speaking to your suppliers you're not doing anything wrong by doing that you know you're not poaching work or you're not you know you know taking advantage but make sure you do have a network you know that's really really important to when you do go out you're not just you know turning the uh, turning the uh, uh turning the till on and then not having anything to to kind of go in do whatever you can so that you can very easily kind of transition onto your own plane and then at that point you don't get that panic if you start to panic you start to reduce your prices you start to you know all those things that you don't want to do you want to maintain that level of um uh, of quality and of uh, of professionalism as well nobody wants a panicky uh, agency do they at the end of the day so um yeah whatever you can do for that smooth transition make it happen so i, I just think it's really interesting because at the end of the day you know, i i was try to your, your point there you're making about mitigate the risk is really important too i think there's there's no point in taking risk for the sake of it if you can uh, limit the downside that's mm-hmm. always good i mean I, I always tell people to experience it at least once in their life starting their own business the worst is you have great experience to, and, and people want to employ you more because of that experience you've had that knowledge of what it's like for the person that might be hiring you um, and that empathy for what it's like to be a boss as opposed to think the bosses are always evil so i think even if you start your own business it doesn't work it will actually 
make you more employable in my view and um and, and at least you've ticked that box and given it a go right so um and i know you work with people like twitch i mean i just love the founder of twitch's founding story they almost failed so many times right so it's just an incredible story on twitch in particular and so the, these stories also make uh, you interesting at dinner parties i think Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, uh, the fact that we started the business um, out of um, activating in nightclubs was a great conversation. <laughs> it was a, a great conversation around the dinner table. It required a very trustworthy wife, and um, some quite embarrassing stories, to be honest. When you've got a uh, you've got a club full of eighteen-year-olds, and you're a you know a, a thirty-plus person in there trying to get them to download or take merchandise, you know it's pretty it's dodgy. Look, and on the surface, that could be imagine. dodgy, couldn't it? Like, sign up to this; it'll all be worth it, you know. And they, it's um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Well, I, I, you touch on something else there that I think is really crucial for listeners to pick up on again. You know, like your partner in in life, and including your family, your in, your inner circle is so important. And I often tell people I'm only successful in life. Whatever success is for you, my, my version of success is having freedom to do what I want to do. But freedom, I only have that because I have the right partner in life. She literally enabled me. She and a bit like you, she trusted me. She let me bet all our money on on these crazy ventures right that's 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 such an important piece isn't it having that that eat that the inner circle support network 100 percent. i mean my my other half is uh absolutely formidable um she's um uh she's a, a you know she works extremely hard in her own industry she she's in sport uh, she's super successful. She's the person that I look up to the most. And she was the most supportive person throughout this whole process. And, you know, so um, complimentary and, and so um, encouraging when the good things happened. And also supportive when the bad th- when you know, when, when some of the bad things happened as well. So I would never have got to where I, I am today without, you know, without her support and uh, having her by my side. But as well as that, you know, my family, my, my friendship circle, you know, I've got lots of friends who are in the sim- in similar industries so there's nothing better than on a Thursday or Friday afternoon you know meeting them for a pint and just shooting the breeze and just understanding you know what the they're um, you know putting the world to right as it were um, uh, within the agency industry and and you know what's what's popular and what's not so definitely surround yourself and you know you know be be as communicative and open with those people as possible because they'll always give you advice that you can take on board and you know decide wh- where you want to go with it so yeah the more advice the better especially for a you know a, a budding you know a new business it's uh, really really important well said i know um, a lot of our audience want to start a business and and some of them some of them are students but some of them are people that you know have have children um, but they dream they've got caught in the system somewhat but they dream of starting their own business but they have children you know i know you have some young young ones as well you know like how do you get that work life balance how how do you still build a business like you're building in this phenomenal company with you know all this effort that it requires and still have you know the, the family life how how do you manage it the the balance is really really difficult um um especially if, uh, during the pandemic you know obviously uh, during the pandemic if my wife was working i couldn't and if i was working vice versa she couldn't work so there was some quite precarious times my kids are two and three you know they need constant attention which is difficult but they're back at nursery now which is you know a godsend which is great uh and we have the agreement uh anytime you know before nine o'clock 
is kid time any time between 5 p.m and 7 30 p.m when they get back from nursery before they go down it's children's time as well no phones no emails no nothing you got to give that time and then after then if you need to continue into the night you do it you know you have to do what you got to do and you know uh for me nine to five isn't enough time so you know i usually work into you know 10 uh 10 30 11 o'clock at night which is you know which is a given but yeah uh weekends as well if we can avoid doing any work at that stage do what you can but you need that time you know it's uh i mean we're looking away with the pandemic that we've seen you know my, my two-year-old i've seen her start walking talking all the beautiful things that I would have never seen if i was at the office 24 7 so you know it's uh it's been a blessing in that sense but at the same time you know you you need to give them the time because it's something that you never get back i think it was a, a coca Coca-Cola executive always said, you know, there's, you've got five balls. It's uh, uh, business, family, social, etc. Most of them bounce, but uh, family is the one that if you drop it, it will smash. And it's the one that you always need to uh, nurture and have, you know, dedicated time towards. Good. It's a good point. And I think um, health for me is always one of those things I wish I'd, I'd given a bit more attention to when I was younger. You always think you're going to be invincible forever. And as you work hard, you eat badly and, and uh, you don't look after yourself. So I think health is probably another bottle that would smash in my mind. But um, yeah, I think I think it's so true. And you can't get that time back as well. It, it's, I think what you're talking about there, and that, that, that for people listening that have kids or don't have kids, I do think there is a, there's an entrepreneurial piece where there's a misunderstanding that working hard will equal success. So it is a working smart thing. So you know, working all those hours nonstop. I'm sure you're the same, David. I personally have some of my best ideas when going on a walk, you know, not working at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, taking that time out yeah. with your family. I mean, my son has literally given me ideas for the podcast. He's three years old. He's given me ideas for the podcast. And if I hadn't spent time with him and I was in the office, maybe I would have missed that. So there's many ways ideas come at you. It's not just pushing yourself 18 hours a day the typical entrepreneurial image although there are times like that i think when you went to newcastle sounds like that you know you probably worked three days in a row non-stop for 19 hours there's a moment right but there's also time when you need to balance it out and so i think that's what you're saying yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm currently in the loft of my house at the moment. So in terms of creativity, it doesn't really flow through this room. Mm-hmm. However, when I go on a run, you know, I'll get back with a raft of ideas that have just kind of flown into my head. You know, I need my exercise to, you know, to shower all of the uh, the stresses of, uh, of, 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 of of family life or of business life, but as well to bring in all those positive uh, vibes. And there's nothing better than exercise for that. You know, I, I, I make sure that I do at least 20 minutes a day whether it's a joe wicks in the morning or it's a run in the in the afternoon or evening especially when the sun's now up for a bit longer um yeah that, i need it it's my uh yeah it's my it's my shower i guess yeah um, i hope you do that uh, too though David. That, that, that would be pretty but when you go back into the office if you skip the shower <laughs> bit and just do the exercise bit that's going to be that's going to be awkward but um but look david i've, I've loved I've, <laughs> I'll, get I've, some sp- I'll get some space <laughs> I've loved having you here and um, you know we, we will have you back My again I've, there's so many things I want to talk to you about and ask you about um, I know a lot of people want to get brands on board and, and I want to understand how, how you how you manage to get so many great companies to support you I think a lot of people like to learn that I guess I also um, you know we, we talked about uh, lots of different things about work-life balance I'd like to get more into that later but I just would end today's session by asking you you know if, if you and went and started the business again what would you do differently so I've, I've been thinking about this question uh, for a while and for me, if I could do it differently, the only thing I'd do is do it earlier. That was the thing, you know, you, it's, it's kind of one, it's, it's such a difference from being employed through to actually having your own business and, and pushing that entrepreneurial spirit that 
once you get a taste for it, it's super addictive and you can understand why entrepreneurs become serial entrepreneurs and they want to keep doing it again and again and looking at all those different angles in which they can, you know, have spin-offs of their current business or look at things that, you know, would come there. And obviously, again, the pandemic has, uh, has, uh, has sped that up. But one thing I'd have loved to have started this business straight out of university and have, you know, have that kind of extra 10 years I didn't think they were, they're not, they're not wasted 10 years. And, you know, I had different priorities at that stage, but um, if I'd have started it earlier, you know, I'd have, I'd have, I would have had so much more time before I had my kids to be able to, to, to grow and enjoy that. I'm not saying you can't do it without kids. No, no way. You know, there's, as he said, there's, there's definitely that work-life balance, but my God, is it easier without kids? You know, you can give 100% focus to your passion of, of business. Whereas, you know, with the kids, it, uh, um, you have those amazing distractions, I guess, that uh, kind of hinder that entrepreneurial spirit. So, yeah, that would that would be my, my one thing, um, starting it earlier. Um, but in terms of the actual um, journey uh, of Raptor and, and bring it to where it was, I have no regrets. I think, you know, we've we've made mistakes and we've learned from them and that has to happen you know to get to where we needed to get so absolutely well david um thanks for doing what you're doing and and helping so many people and thank you you for coming on to the podcast and and sharing your insights as i say look forward to having you back and uh yeah thanks so much for taking time out of your busy day to give us give us your knowledge my pleasure great to uh, speak to you simon absolutely love the show can't wait to hear it and look forward to speaking in the future about those different topics it's going to be great so all the best hope you have uh, uh, an enjoyable rest of week thank you for listening to pep talk today powered by the purposeful project if you found it interesting please give us a review and follow us in addition you can sign up to our website and get loads more free entrepreneur knowledge as well as get access to pep talk and the purposeful project podcast direct in your inbox every week